Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Big thanks to all of our amazing listeners, sponsors. Thank you for your support. Any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. A reminder to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and follow us on all of our social media platforms for updates and news. Excited about the podcast today as I chat with entrepreneur, educator, mental health advocate, and former Towson University football player, Brandon Allen. Make sure to go check out his clothing brand, The Hood Hippie, at thhloveyourself.com. Let's welcome Brandon Allen. What's up? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm actually texting with Abby right now, by the way. Tell us absolutely. By the way, I'm recording. I start right in. I jump right in. So, um, thank you for doing this, man. Like I uh, really like reading through uh, the stuff you sent me. Um, sorry, I'm texting her right now. <laughs> um, I love your story, and like some of it actually reminds me of a lot of like what I did. And so some of the stuff I want to chat about is that kind of relationship you have with, with sports and with creativity and how that affected one and the other. Cause for me, like my relationship growing up was, and I'm obviously a lot older than you. Um, like you really, you couldn't be like an artist and an athlete at that time. I mean, you, I mean, I did it, but it was like, I was always looked at as weird. Like I would go to art classes and like the art students are like, what the hell is this football baseball player doing in here? And then vice versa. Like when I was talking to like athlete friends about creative stuff, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? So it's, it's, it was a weird experience. So I want to hear um, about that. I want to hear about, you know, like I know you played football at Towson. Um, you're now you're now an entrepreneur. You've started your own clothing brand, um, the Hood Hippie, and you're also an educator. And so, like, you're doing a lot of things that I think speak to what we're we're talking about um, at the Abstract Athlete. So, I always like to say this is your platform, man. Um, we go wherever we want to go. It's just a conversation. So, um, but again, thank you for, for jumping on, taking the time, um, promote yourself. <laughs> so. uh, I said, thank you for having me. You know, it's a pleasure, you know, cause, uh, um, like I said, I've, I've heard about this and I think that like, I think whenever I tell my story, I hope that like, it like inspires other people because like, as I told you before, like I didn't have the easiest route which is okay, you know, and as an athlete, you know that it's the hardest workouts that produce the most results. So I realized that sometimes it's the hardest parts of our lives that makes us the strongest. Um, so 
Where do where do I start off? At? Oh, go wherever you want to go, man. It's all good. <laughs> no, I mean, right. I mean, I can like prompt you with some stuff, but I, I, you know, like I just always like just an open conversation. So, like, you were you were a three sport guy in in high school, and then you, I think you said you got hurt your junior year in high school, and then you like went to Towson to play football, and, and of course, unfortunately, got hurt. I mean, the other thing I want to mention is like I would I would like to say that you are a mental health advocate because I think you you've gone through some things which I think like everybody has just it depends on to what space people go through stuff but I think again like telling your story like you said to inspire people I think it's like really important you know like I think you know whether it's one person or a thousand like you can actually help change trajectory in the way that people think and the way that people act and again, like one of the things that, you know, again, at, at the abstract athletes, like, because I think you fit into that space, you were like, you sang in choirs growing up. So there's your, your, one of your creative sides, but you were also an athlete growing up. So you like had this balance of like, um, a physical exercise and a mental exercise being the creative thing. And maybe like, like talk about that. Like, was that was that like instilled in you through your family? Like, did they really promote like an athletic sense and a creative sense growing up? Um, no, not really. I think it was more <laughs> just like a discovery of me just trying to find myself right. and see where I belonged, you know? But like, I felt like with the creative side and then the athlete side, I felt like they were, I felt like I was forced to have those two things being separate. So like, yeah. even though like, I remember growing up, like, I remember I had to make sure I was tough, you know, because I played sports. But also, like, the fact that, like, the type of music that I like to listen to or, like, the, the type of things that kind of interest me, I felt like that was had to be something that was, like, separate. So, like, it wasn't until, like, later on, till, like, as I progressed, like in, like, in high school, where I was like, you know what, let me just try something that isn't, like, the typical norm jock thing to do. So I remember, like I said, being in the choirs, but also being on a basketball team. Like, I remember, like, I was also in the musical, and I, like I said, I had basketball too. There was there was a time when they used to call me the, the black Troy Bro, Troy, Troy Ball, you know? So, like, just like that was just funny. And, but I also realized that, like, there was still, like, a, a conflict with just, like, embracing, like, who I was. Like, do I act like this? How, like, is this, is there, like, a certain way to act when I'm, when I'm around this group of people? Or is there a certain way to act when I'm around this group of people? But I realized that it, it had me feeling like I lived a double life. You know, and like I didn't really feel comfortable in my skin. And then like one thing I always say about athletes is if I can say anything about athletes is that athletes have emotions too. True. You know, like we perform, we, we work hard and all this stuff, and we're evaluated and, and people just like expect just to take the criticism and then and, and to expect us not to have emotions and, and like have these things of how we feel. You know, so like I just always say that like, Sometimes we get the short end of the stick because we're just, we're like, we're like puppets sometimes. It's just like, all right, just dance, well, we're, dance, dance. We're put on this. And I had this conversation the other day with, with a former pro football player. Um, and and I've, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. It's athletes are looked at, at as athletes and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, you know, particularly if you're like a professional athlete, like, you're an athlete. That's all you do. That's all you, that's who we define you as. And you just said it perfectly. It's like, no, we actually have lives. We actually do this. We have emotions. We have, you know, I mean, and we feel things and, but yet we're, we're also interested in other 
aspects. You know, like again, like I used to sing in choirs growing up. Um, it actually led me to became become I became a hard rock singer at one point in time. And I'm sure that that helped in that. But it's like, you know, like that's what I think is like really cool about your story is is like you were an athlete, but you did these things that were against the norm that made made people probably go, oh, wait a minute, you know, Brandon can do this. I can do this, you know? And, and it's, I say that vice versa too. It's like, Hey, artist, you, you know, you, if you like to go run, go run. Like that doesn't mean you're going to be a professional athlete or professional artist, but like do what you want to do, do what you enjoy doing. And for, to me, it just feels like you were doing that. I don't know if that's true, but it feels like when I'm reading your stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's completely true. And like, I think it kind of goes towards just like, kind of explains like my journey, you know. And like, so like, just to go back just to explain like my time at Towson. So like I said, I came in as a preferred walk-on. I didn't really think I was gonna get an opportunity at many schools just because I didn't have much film because I was hurt in high school. Um, so I remember getting the opportunity and just like working as hard as I can. But also falling short because I like since like what people don't understand about the hamstring is that if you don't let it fully recover, it'll always be like a nagging injury. Yep. And like people, there's always like a push to like perform in college because like not only are you playing at a higher level, but you're also like competing on, on a daily basis. So like the longer you're out, the far the like the farther down you fall. So like sometimes you tend to come back before you're actually ready, and that's another thing what people don't notice too. Um, so like, I just felt like that, but like, I never got to a point where like, I was like a hundred. So like, I kept getting hurt, kept getting hurt. And then like, as I always tell people that life never goes out the way you plan it to go. It goes out the way that it's meant to be. Like, like one advice I always give people and I tell people all the time, I'm like, you find what you need in pursuit of what you want. So like, you might think that you need certain things. I mean, you might think that you, like, you, you go after what you want, right? This is what I want to do. But then in that process, in that journey, you really find what you need. And then you realize what you need. It's more sustainable, it's more better than what you wanted, you know. So um just just like that. So I like, go back to the like playing football. Um kept getting hurt, kept beating up myself, you know, and people don't understand like the the mental strain that happens when you get injured. Because not only are you alone, but you're going through all these different experiences. You're watching your teammates, you know, they're traveling, you know, they're they're having fun together, they're getting ready for the games, and you're sitting back at home, you know, you're you're watching them on TV, you know. So just like and then, and then you start to beat yourself up. Well, I'm never amount to that. Or I'm never going to be where I, like where they are and stuff like that. So that constant comparison all the time. But also it's a contradictory because like they're your teammates, so you, you're proud of them. You know, you're cheering them on. You know, but at the same time, there's that bitterness too. So I remember like my goal. I remember my dad always told me. He said, you know, I don't care what you want to be. Just make sure you're the best at it. So like for some reason like that always like was like a reoccurring thing in my head. So I was like, all right, I want to. I always tell myself, I want to be the best. I want to be the best. I want to be the best. And then, like, there was just some that click would just say, Brandon, why don't you just try to be the best teammate that you can be? So I was like, oh, I could do that. You know, so um, I was just like, just started to go out my way for my teammates. You know, like, it, like the norm was just like, of um, upperclassmen don't get freshman rides. So I made it like my point just to be like, if I saw them waiting by the bus stop, I'll, I'll talk to them. Like, I'll pick them up and have those conversations because. Also, as you know, like knowing, you know, how struck, how how hard it was my freshman year, I knew like all the things that I had, like the challenges I faced 
but like never was able to vocalize that with anybody. Because when you talk to your parents at home, you can't really explain them in depth about what's going on on a daily basis. And you can't tell them like, ma, like it sucks. I got to wake up early or I got to do this or I didn't make weight or whatever. And it's just like, they just wouldn't understand to the extent. So like being able to talk to, you know, the players and just like make them feel like they were seen, you know, that was, that was something that I pride myself on. And just like building those relationships. So I was like, I might not be the person who's scoring touchdowns, but at least I get the opportunity in order to cheer for the people who are doing that. You know, that that's where I found grace at. And then like through that, and like I said, the story, my, my whole goal once I got to college, like I came on as a before walk on, I was like, I want to earn a scholarship. I want to earn a scholarship. I want to earn a scholarship. Then it got towards the end. I'm just like, I kept getting hurt. I haven't really played. It's probably not going to happen. But then like, since I embraced that role of just trying to be the best teammate that I can be, you know, like there was like my last, like, and I kind of mentioned this to you too. Like my last year, you know, um, it was like, I just hurt my Achilles. I just came back. And then the coach, he gathered everybody. It was like in the beginning of the season. And he was like, it was, he's like Brandon. And there was this other guy named Vincent. He was like, um, see me after practice. I'm just like, what the heck? Like, I didn't, what do I do? <laughs> and, and, and he just says, you're on scholarship. And then just like the feeling of just like, and I, and it like, it was like a time lapse of just like every, every hurt, every pain, every moment I cried, everything. It just like, this didn't happen the way that I wanted it to happen, but I wouldn't take it any other way seeing the excitement of like my teammates, like being proud of me and stuff like that. And just saying like, you did he do, it. did he do that in front of the team? Yeah. Okay. So that's like, cause I've seen like some of that, some of those yeah. things they do on ESPN and stuff. Like did they team yeah. just, the team just erupt and shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like that was just so beautiful and just stuff like that. And, and then realized that like I earned the scholarship just being who I was as a human being, not trying to be nobody else. And I think that kind of sparking just the way that I try to live my life where just like, People are going to judge you regardless. So they better judge the authentic copy than the, the fake persona. Or even if like, like one thing I've learned about with praise, if they praise the mask that you put on, you will ever, never be able to feel that love because you know that it's a fake. So like in order to you to be like who you truly are all the time and realize that like not everybody's going to love you, not everybody's going to understand it. We're all human beings. There's billions of us. There's, we weren't created all to think the same, to act the same. But like when you do receive that love, it will mean so much more. So like, and then that kind of led to more just like after college, you know? So I remember I went to a, like a Young Life event and I heard the speaker, he said, you always have to ask yourself two questions. Will it love you back and will it last forever? And I remember being a college athlete, I had to ask myself that like, will it love me back and will it last forever? And I realized that like football didn't always love me back, you know? And, and, and then I knew it wasn't going to last forever. Like, even people who go off and play in the pros, they don't play in the pros until the day they die. One day there comes a time where, like, they have to hang up their cleats. And, like, sometimes, like, when you make, like, the sport, because we're so immersed in our sport that, like, it becomes who we are as a person. And I remember, like, we had, like, a, a student athlete, like, like meeting where, like, all the teams were there. And there was a speaker. And I'll never forget, he said, this, your sport is what you do is not who you are. And Boom. like that was a part. Boom. Yep. <laughs> and that was a part that clicked with me because I was just like, because like the whole entire time I always evaluated myself based on my performance. So like when I when I did well, I felt good about myself. But when I didn't do well, I, I like I beat I beat myself up. But like hearing them say that, it was just like so much freedom. Where it's just like I don't have to perform in order to be good with myself. At the end of the day, you know. So like, that's a huge lesson. I mean, I. I could say I wouldn't have listened to that at that point because I, I mean, for me, it was about performance. So I think like, that's really, um, 
that's amazing that you actually were able to do that. Cause I think it's hard because again, as, as athletes, I think it's ingrained in us that it is, it's all about performance, but at the same time, you're right. It's like, there needs to be people like you on, on teams like that, because that's, that's, you're like a motivator. Like, it's interesting to me that you're, you're a teacher now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and, and the way that you're talking, like one of the other, you know, like I would, I would have asked you if you were thinking of becoming a teacher because the way, because it's motivating, but is it something, have you thought about going into coaching? Because I, th- I do think like, I mean, it's obviously there's very, there's a lot of similarities in coaching and teaching um, just in terms of like education and, and, and motivation and, and, and changing people's lives, I guess, is a better way to say it. Is that something that you've considered? Yeah. But like, since, since I just started off as a teacher, I was like, let me get a couple of years under my belt before I pick up coaching. But yeah, like I, I, I do see the correlation between the two. And like, it's like kind of like the, the style, like the way things that I like to incorporate into my classroom is I, I tell my, like, I like to live the philosophy where like the role between teacher and students is interchangeable throughout the class. Even though I'm the teacher, I learn just as much as from my students that they learn from me. So like there's times where like, They'll say, they'll say something and I'll be like, wow, I never even saw it that way. But also like I say that tonight, shit all the time, by the way. I just I'm I'm glad <laughs> you say I'm glad you say that too. I think it's great. Yeah, and like and like the one thing I like to say too, where it's just like I was telling them, I was like, don't ever define yourself by the grade that you get on a test, that you grade that you get on the class. Maybe you might not just be good at history, you know, and that's okay. But I don't want like because I remember being in school where I had some teachers who would tell me, Oh, well, you did bad at this, so you'll never be good at life. I remember I had a seventh grade, I was a substitute teacher. He pulled me into the hallway. He said, in 10 years, I'll see you in the county prison. And I like, it stuck with me. Like, you know, and like, that was something I was just like, wow, like, is, is this the truth? But also like, people understand like, like as an educator, like you can speak life into people, but you can also like, you know, break dreams, you know? And But also fast forward, like, I remember going into high school, I had a, my ninth grade teacher he pulled me to the side. He's like, you gotta stop hanging with those people. And I think you're gonna become something. So he helped me to a standard. And like, I started to see myself in that, you know? And it was like the first person outside my immediate family to actually believe in me. And then like, I always go back to him. And I think he's one of my best friends now. And I always thank him for like what he did for me because like, he saw something in me that I couldn't see in myself. And one thing I noticed as an educator is that like, it's like, you see the potential around. And, and like, people always say, oh, this person has potential. This person has potential. I believe everybody has potential. Yep. You know, and then like I just think that like it's kind of like helping them, trying to guide them towards where their strengths are. So like as an educator, I kind of like evaluating like what are their strengths, what are their weaknesses, and how can we help them grow. And I think the fact that I'm I get the opportunity to watch young, like young kids just grow, find themselves, and all that stuff is it's a blessing. You know, and people always ask me like, you know, why did you become a teacher out of all things? And I'm just like, you get paid in so many different ways that isn't currency. You know, so now you're, you're speaking how I speak, uh, like literally, I I mean, in, in my class, the one that Abby took, you know, it's, 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 it's called art and athletics and it's very much based on the business, you know, the, the abstract athlete, but it's like, I'm trying to find what each individual in that class likes to do creatively because if you like what you're doing, you're going to want to do it. You're going to want to come back and back and back. So if it's writing a poem, if it's dancing, if it's painting, I don't care. Like, let's figure that out. 
find what you want to do. And like you said, like you point them to that and you just, then, then you start pushing them. And because I, cause I want them to do it beyond the class because the class is 15 weeks. Who cares? They have an entire life left. And like, mm-hmm. if you're able to like, you know, like, it's like you said, that teacher friend of yours that actually, you know, it, like that optimistic view that, that finding, finding that, that something that's going to allow you to see yourself in a better light. I mean, that's, that's huge. Like I, I, I just don't, I don't deal with pessimistic people because it's like, you know, like even like coaches, I always think about the coaches that were beneficial to me were the ones that always, like you said, like if I had a bad game or whatever, they found that, yeah, but you did this, like, and you blah, blah, you know, like finding that way to like teach somebody is like, yes, you did this wrong, but you did this right. Let's work on this because then you're going to be a better player, a better person, blah, 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 you know? And, and it's just that positive reinforcement as opposed to negative reinforcement. Cause, but it's also that that's the thing about being a teacher. And I think you, you teach, like the way that you're talking, you teach like me, like you deal with individuals, not the class, mm-hmm. which is a lot more time consuming, but it's mm-hmm. so much more rewarding because you know that you're talking to an individual student on their level, allowing them to see how they're individually going to grow within the context of a group. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing you said too, was just like, building those relationships so you know what they're like, you know, what, what they like, but also like being vulnerable and sharing parts about your own, your own self. You know, like I, I do, I did share my struggle with in athletics with my students, but in order to show them that I'm human too, and also to, to allow them to, to realize that like I make mistakes. There are going to be times where there might be a typo on the screen. It's okay. You don't have to highlight me. Like you don't have to highlight my, my mistake. I won't highlight your mistake. Right. So just like allowing that, to show them that like, Hey, like I'm human too, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I a hundred percent. And that, that idea also like to establish, yes, I'm the teacher, but I'm, I learn just as much from you guys as that you're going to learn from me. You probably learn more from me because I'm the teacher, but, but you put it on that level where, where, you know, we're equals, you know, like, I think that's important because again, this, this hierarchy for me doesn't exist. Like, I don't, I don't believe, you know, like, I don't believe in that. Like, yeah, sure. LeBron James is a better basketball player than me. At least he better be. <laughs> um, but you know, like in, in the, in the game of life, like I think we're equals like, and, and, and I think actually he's a person that actually believes in that stuff as well. I think like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting. I, I really love the way that you think and the way that you're teaching, because I think that that builds, it builds an individual's um, self-esteem up, which I think is so important. I, again, like, you know, like thinking about mental health and how, you know, particularly now um, in COVID times, like I think mental health issues are like really, it's difficult. Um, but it also, I think it in building those individual you know, like dynamics, you're building that and, and it builds a community. And, and so in, at, at the end of the day, like that goes out to the world, you know, I, it's, I just think it's really important what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Um, and like, just like you hit on the mental health aspect and like another reason why 
like I had such a heart for like high school, like teaching high school was just because like when you think about mental health, like teen suicide, you know, rates are at the highest it's ever been. And you realize like as a person who was suicidal, you know, like it was the battle that I was fighting alone. Because when people don't understand about depression, sometimes they be like, why did this person kill themselves? Like they look like they were so happy, look like they had everything together. But there's a, a, a battle that everybody fights by themselves that no one really knows exists. So that's the reason why like, I make it like a, an incentive just to be like, check up on the people around you because you might like, you, you might send like someone a nice text like, hey, like I'm glad to have you in my life. And that be might be the thing that keeps them alive. Because who knows, maybe they were thinking about doing certain things to themselves. So like also like being aware, but also giving that, them that space, that, that reminder, but like, if you're going through anything, like make sure you have somebody who's close to you like who you can speak to so just like also incorporating that so like i think like the biggest thing that is in high schools now is they they incorporate this thing it's called sel so it's basically social emotional learning and like the one thing like i feel like that's all throughout my lessons because like it's just like all right like like there's certain times like in the middle of my lesson i'll be like all right stop what you're doing i want you to think about somebody you care about and send them a nice text um raise your hand once you did it and then right, right after everybody's done all right we get back to our lesson like one thing as students is that they love just like something that just like takes them off of work real yeah. quick. You know, <laughs> yeah. telling me to use my phone, okay? <laughs> you know, but then once you put it away, they're like, "Wow!" Like I didn't realize that. Like, like I didn't realize that I didn't reach out to a person who means a lot to me. And then I asked them a question. I'm like, "When was the last time you told that person?" I was like, "It was like never." And it's just like it just shows that like we're so caught up in our daily life and like our struggles that we realize that like. There's other people who's living their life and there's other people who has um, struggles on a daily basis. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it is like life takes over like it does, like, in you know, just in, in any context, you can be, you know, like, you know, you just like you're doing a lot of things. And so it's probably hard to juggle, you know, all those things at once in some ways, because like like school takes over you to get really busy. I, I really think all, you know, going on another tangent, like besides coaching, I, you, I, you feel like you would be like a really good public speaker of sorts to tell your story. Because again, I think it's just, it's important to have people be vulnerable. Um, the guy I just had on, um, the podcast that released this week, uh, played pro football and he had the same, same story as you in some ways, like he was, was suicidal and had a, had a moment where his, I think it said his mother-in-law called him. He ended up going, he was playing with the Seahawks at the time and he went to Pete Carroll and they were like the most gracious, helpful people. And he said that that was so rewarding to me because like you were just talking about people feel isolated. And like he said to have, to have this kind of um, like community to understand, like it just, it was like a weight off his shoulders. And, and so like, I I think his vulnerability, your vulnerability, like to being able to to, like talk about this um, becomes just like so important because you can change people's life by just going, listen, I struggle too. I struggle still like whatever. And, and just letting people know. Real quick break. Make sure to go check out Brandon's clothing line, the hood hippie at thhloveyourself.com 
a reminder to go check out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast with Dr. G and Dr. C, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandrich Podcast. Now, back to Brandon. You know, like you started, you started a, a, a um, clothing company last, it's about, been about a year, right? Yeah, a little about, over a year. A little over a year. Like, and so like you, again, going back to like you being like really creative, like, have you found that, that kind of creative, you know, uh, act like does that, is that beneficial for you? Like your wellness? Like, do you like notice, like, cause I always say sports, you know, they use that term, you get in the zone and you just disappear. Like it's, it's, it's a mental health break to play sports. It is. Um, and of course, sometimes when you're on a team sport, like that gets the higher and higher it gets, it becomes a job. So it's not, not always like a mental health break, but like, have you noticed like, like being in this creative space, like it's like a helpful thing for your wellness? Yes, exactly. Like I, I always tell people, like find something that you like to do. Maybe it might be journaling, it might be reading and stuff like that. But like you know, like tapping into like creativity, it takes like for me, it's like a whole different world. Where like it's just like a whole different feeling, and just like it's like a break from like this like the busyness of life. So like when people ask like, how do you do this and this? It's just like that's my outlet. Like you know, that's the way that I go to like release a whole bunch of stuff. So like. And then, like, it also, it also, like, encourages you in so many different ways. Like, because, like I said, my, the, the joy that I get from teaching is watching students evolve into a better version of themselves. And then, like, from the creative aspect, it's such a beauty to just have an idea, have a concept, and watch it become, like, a collection, a project, and then to see people wear it, which is pretty cool. But also, like, for the concept, like, from, like, content perspective, we're just, like, I'll sit down with um, my guy, Sam, we'll like brainstorm ideas and then at the end we'll see the final product and just like to see the journey of how everything goes and i realized that the the beauty is in the process like i remember i heard this guy named TDJX. he said greatness is in the details so like uh, the the difference between good and great is just in the specific small details and it might be something that's so minuscule that people would skip over but it's very very important like and i remember in the book, The Slide Edge, it says that the, the the small things are so easy to do, but it's also easy, so easy not to do. Yep. And like, it's like, because it, it can be something simple like, oh, I know I need to floss, but I'm not going to floss. Because, you know, <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna right, right. <laughs> but like over time, like it kind of has like a, a long-term impact. So it's just like, for me, it's just like, all right, how, what are the details of, of, of like this thing? What, so know, I want to, I'm curious, like how, like, how did this come about? You like, what was the, what was like the, the springboard? Like, shit, I want to start a clothing brand. Like, is it something <laughs> you've thought about for a while? Like what was, what was like the, the like the genesis of this? <laughs> so it was crazy. Cause it was actually me, Abby and. Oh, um, Abby was a part of Okay. Shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. And my best friend, Jack, like we went to go visit Abby um, in Richmond and we went to this place where it was just like a hiking trail and stuff like that. And I remember, like, I was, I remember I said, I was like, this place, like, it looks like a hippie, but I like it. And, like, her brother said, the hood hippie. <laughs> and then, like, like, you know, like, when the light bulb goes Oh, off, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Like, that sounds so far. So I remember 
Well, like on the drive back, we had no thought of a wizard. Like we made up this whole scenario. I was like, oh snap, this could be a clothing brand. But we were joking, like it was on the joke. <laughs> it was like, oh, this could be a clothing brand. It's gonna be so fire. Da, da, da. And then like next thing you know, like I, I'm a type of person when I think about something like um, or like something has like a deeper meaning to, to it, I just can't sleep. So I remember I just could not sleep. I was like, the hood hit me. Why does this stick like so much, so much? And then I was like, ah, oh, man, maybe I should just try to put it on the shirt. But then I remember I, I like I edited, put it on the shirt, and I was like, this doesn't feel like complete. And then I remember I was like, it's missing something, it's missing something. And then I thought about it, love yourself, and I was like, wow, like this is like like all right, like that was to complete. But I was like, all right, but what does this mean though? Because I was like, I knew it had a meaning to me, but I could just couldn't pinpoint it yet. And then like kind of like when I talk about like just like my personality, my own journey and my my story, I realized that there was two different lives that I was living. Like it was like, like I mentioned earlier, like the 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 athlete and then the my, my interests and stuff like that. And I realized that like the hood is basically like the, the athlete. The hippie was like the creative part. So I was like, oh snap. And, and like and then like so like to think about like to explain the meaning of the brand is like the hood is symbolizes strengths and symbolizes security. But the hippie it symbolizes individuality. Some people like to call it quirky or weird. I like to call it unique. And those two things were meant to be together, you know, because you think about the, the the hoods and the hippies, they go to the same schools, they go to the same social events. And I think the same concept is true about our mind. We have those that secure part of us, and we also have like those individual details that make us who we are. And then like the love yourself is just like the just like the daily reminder, like, all right, so now that you put those things together, I want you to love that. Cause like sometimes like we can look at who we are and be like, well, no one will ever appreciate that. But like, no, it don't start off with the appreciation, the appreciation from other people. It starts off with the appreciation when you look in the mirror. So, cause like it's so easy for me to give you a compliment and stuff like that. But when it's time for me to look at the goodness in my own heart, that's always a, a struggle. So like it was just like it's the, the daily, something. it's the daily personal affirmations, man. Like yeah. totally, totally. Yeah, so. That's how that came about. And then did I think it was going to be like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I remember like the first batch, like I remember I was like, all right, whatever the case is, I'm just going to make samples and create hoodies and then just like post them and see if anybody buys them. So I remember ordering like 25 hoodies. And then I was like, this is all the money I have. I was like, I don't have no more money. And my job in college, so I'm extra broke. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, if this fails, then... My family's gonna have Christmas gifts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes well, and it shows that it, it can go. So I remember like buying, like making these hoodies, and I remember all I did was I took a picture and I posted it on my Snapchat, and I had like people swiping. I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, where, where can I get this? Like, this is fire. So I'm like, oh snap, like you want it? And then like it sold out in like four hours. So I was like, okay, like this is pretty cool. And then like like the thing more, just like all right, like I can do this. All right, let, let's create like a an official drop. So we waited until like April. I remember like, and then that's when I'm just like, all right, um, March comes, pandemic comes, and the next thing you know, you're looking around like, uh, and then like in my head, it was like, do you have a drop in the beginning of the pandemic? Who knows how long this is gonna last? Like, but then there was something in me, it was just like, if you can do it at this time, you'll be you'll, you'll be good. So then like just, just having a drop, you know, which was good, you know? So like I said, started that up, but then, like, like when I was like, I can't do this by myself. So I remember I had like one of my great friends, Sam. He just believed in it so much. Which he like, he was like a photographer, videographer during that time period. 
And he was just so invested into it. I was like, hey, like, do you want to come? And, yeah, dude, uh, did he do the website? The website's dope, man. It's yeah. great. Yeah, he did the website. And, like, now, like, I like I think about him. He's, he's my yin to my yang. Like, I can't do it without him, you know. So he he helps me out. But also, like, I, I've learned just, like, the thing I love about the brand is that we wanted to create a space that invites other people in, like, invites people to just share, like, who they really are. This isn't a place where we want perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. Nope. Well, there's no thing as being perfect, you know, but it's just like, all right, like, can you just embrace like who you are and stuff like that? So like, we love to use people who never modeled before, you know, people are like, who, who are your models? They're like, oh, this is just my friends, you know? So <laughs> like- found this person like, on the corner and- uh... <laughs> <laughs> So it's just like, it's just, it's just so good, you know? So we wanted to, but also like, we want to keep it simple. We're just like, all right, we're not going to create this abstract thing. We're just going to keep it simple. And like, we've been able to develop and grow and stuff like that. Um, spoiler alert, we're kind of, we're working on like a, a 31 day, like affirmation journal, which like it comes with like an affirmation for each day. And then like a question that, that, that kind of like, um, like relates to the affirmation. You... <laughs> yeah see like like that you know and it's just like something that like it's pretty good um so that's that's in the work we're working on like getting that published it's pretty nice you know, just like i don't know people always ask me where do you see this in five years i don't know i never saw myself here so i'm just here for the ride you know no that's i the, the, it's just an awesome story and like yeah. i i mean like also i think the cool part to me would be like for you to tell your students again about this, you know, because it's like, again, like, look what I did. Look what I did, you know? And that was, it was just from a random thought. And we, we turned this into a, a clothing line and like, and that's again, like that goes back to almost the first thing you said about inspiration. Like that inspires kids. Like I always say, like we work with, you know, professional athletes or retired professional athletes and that are, that are also creative in different ways. And I always say it's, it's such an inspiration to be able to work with these men and women because, and I always use this guy as an example, like his name's Tony Mandrich. He played pro football. He's a big, huge offensive lineman, but he makes these beautiful photographs. And you would, you know, like when you walk in a room or he walks in a room and like, you know who this guy is because, you know, he just, he's big. And when you see that he can make these beautiful photographs, it, it, like you said, it, it flips that switch about a, how people think about him and it gives people permission to go, oh, well, I can play sports and I can also take photographs or I can start a clothing line or I can paint or I can dance and sing, whatever. And I think that permission aspect is always such a, an important thing. It's like, cause I think people do get stuck in their silos, you know, like people sometimes think about how people define them. Well, that's who I am. That's who I have to be. And it's like, they won't allow themselves to do something different. And here's that allowance. And I think what you're doing, it gives students that permission to go, Oh, I can, I can, I could start a clothing line. If my teacher did it, like, that's cool. You know? And that I just, I think that's, it is like that inspiration aspect is, is such a cool part about it. Who, who are some like people that, you know, like thinking of inspiration that inspired you, like, or, or like more mentors or, 
you know, that like changed your life in, in, in some ways? <sighs> the list is long. So <laughs> <laughs> the first one I had to say is my mom. My mom is one of the strongest human beings I've ever met. Um, seeing her, the way that she responded to the life challenges has just been crazy. And like my mom is the root for like why I have such a strong faith, you know, and just watching her like tackle everything in life, it's, it's been good. But also like my mom's the type of person where like she doesn't lead with her words, she leads with her actions. So I've learned that like you can't talk about it, you have to be it. You know, and you get like one thing my mom always get praised on is this, people always say like, you are who you say you are. And I like I was like, I hope like once I get older, people will say the same thing about me. So like my mom has been a big inspiration in my life. Um, um one of one of the pastors at my church, his name was Mike Mason. I remember he's a person who like I would just speak life, like speak to about life and about certain situations. Um he is he's helped me out, out with just anything, just being able to be real, being able to be like, hey, like I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed and just like him to be able to guide me with grace, which has been great. Um, I'll have to say my old receiving coach, um, Coach Justin Harper, he used to play for the Ravens. Um, um, now he's a wide receiver coach, um, passing coordinator at Towson University. And this dude, man, like, <laughs> like I, it was just like the perfect thing that, cause like, like people never, didn't know. Like I remember, like after I got hurt, like my sophomore year, junior year, I was like, all right, I'm gonna transfer to like a D2 school. Maybe I'll be able to play there. And I, but then something like I remember, I was like praying about, it, and I was just like, it doesn't feel right. Like, I feel like I gotta stay. And I remember like the coach that I had at the time, he ended up getting the position at UConn, and then we got um, Coach um, Harper. And like this man would just like give us the most wisdom about life but also about playing. And like, you know, when you have one of those coaches where like they believe in you so much that you don't want to let them down. So you go harder for them. And like, he was just the type of person who I was. And it's like another person who I could just talk to about life. And he was also just like big on just like the men that were becoming. So like, I would say like, he was such a huge inspiration in my life. And like, I still talk to him today. And just like, it's so great that like, even though he was my coach, like he's now, he's still my friend, which has been good. I'd say my old high school teacher, uh, Gabriel Payne, um, one of the realest dudes, man, like solid. Um, and he's the reason why, like he's my ninth grade teacher who I told you believed in me. And he sparked so much, just like, like he tapped into like a different side of, of who I was. If it wasn't for him, I probably would have never had the thought of just like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna see myself as something beyond high school. Um, so, and then like, and also just like why I wanted to be an educator, also the impact he had on my life, the impact he had on just like a whole bunch of people who we teach, who we taught. And I was just like, I want to be able to do that for students one day, once I move up. Um, my brother, my brother is, he, me and him, he's always just like pick on me and stuff like that. But like, we've grown to be like, I remember being, becoming just like great friends. And even like when I was in high school, he was always just like my biggest like cheerleader. Like he would take me to camps he would just like brag about me, you know? And I'm just like, what are you talking about? I don't see that in myself. And just like, he always believed in me and just like always like was there for me. And like, if I needed anything, he was there. And like, 
I, I never forget, you know, what he did for me. And I always tell him um, that. Um, yeah, so, like, those are a couple. Like I said, I can go on. There's a whole I, bunch of other No, things. I think that's – I mean, yeah, we can keep going down that road. Like, I, I, I'm always – it is it's interesting to me because there is like it's such a diverse group in some ways but it's like i think at the end of the day they all loved you like or, or love you like you know like and that's that's where that that i think that mentor and now like you said they're all like even your teacher you're like friends now and 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 your coach your friend like and those those are the people that that at the end of the day matter like they have to be like they have to be proud as shit of you, like with, like what you're doing, like with just the clothing line and becoming a teacher and, and like what you're doing, like in and outside of the community. I mean, that's like, that's like really cool. I, oh, yeah. you know, do you like, do you yeah. still watch sports by the way? Do you still like get, do yeah. you go to Towson games? Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually going tomorrow. <laughs> who are they playing tomorrow? I'm tomorrow to playing university of Rhode Island. Okay. Are you, um, so you were, were you a burner? Like you, huh? you, I said, were you a burner? Could you fly? Like you're a receiver and you were on the track team, right? So yeah, you, it was a. I mean, like, what was your forty? Like, are you a flyer? <laughs> like the fastest forty I've ran was probably like a, a four or five. Oh, that's so amazing. I was like, I was just, I, I was more just like a. I was able to like, I was good with running routes. Yeah, and like I was good at analyzing defenses. So like that was like my biggest strength. Like just like being able to use my knowledge to my advantage. Yeah. Nice, like like a like a you don't even know Michael Irvin probably it's too young for you, <laughs> too young. <laughs> so what team do you like? What teams do you um do you follow like pro? Do you follow the Ravens since you're up in that area? I'm actually a Colts fan, so we're not going to speak <laughs> the Ravens right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a tough game the other night, man. That was a tough game. Oh, I couldn't actually believe. I thought I somebody was saying like that 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 the Colts choked. And I said, well, they didn't, I mean, they choked in the first half to me. They, they should have scored more points in the first half. And then it would, it would have been a blowout and they just like let the Ravens hang around the whole game. And then all of a sudden, you know, Lamar did Lamar and it was like, forget about it. it like I, I knew it was going downhill once we had like two defensive backs, like get hurt. And I was oh, like, yeah. yep. <laughs> They gotta expose us. So like, but like I said, the Ravens are a great team. They have great players. Like you never count out Lamar. Even when we we're up by so much, I'm like, they still have Lamar Jackson. Like you I understand? Will. So I just like I knew that that was a good team. But I think it showed. It was like a confidence booster for us. We just like we play well. If we like finish and capitalize, you know, and like learn from our mistakes, we do pretty good. But now, yeah, I, I like the Colts. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a rough one. What was the? I what, bad, what was the? How did you become a Colts fan? Like that, I. Because <laughs> I, I people a, always. I'm from Ohio, and I'm, Buckeyes are my. You know, we we we, the Ohio State. Um, <laughs> but I'm a I'm a New York Mets baseball fan. I'm a Seattle Seahawks football fan. Like, and and my I guess my backup teams. I, my backup baseball team is the Indians, are, but it, it's. I don't have like any Ohio affiliation. So I'm always interested, like how, you know, I know how I became team fans of teams. Like how did you become a fan of the Colts? So like, I remember one time me and my brother, we were playing Madden. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't know much about like football, but like, so I would just pick the same team that he would pick. Yep. We just have different colored jerseys. And then like the one time he's like, stop picking the same team this week. So I just went one up and it was the Colts. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is the best reason ever. I was like, I was like, I'm a Colts fan now. Like, yep. and I beat him. I was like, I'm a and Colts yeah, yeah, because you had Peyton Manning probably. Right? Yeah, it was like Peyton Manning, Dallas Clark, yep. um, Harrison, 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 yeah. and uh, what was the running backs? I can't think of the uh, Edwin James. James, yeah. oh, he's a badass. Oh. No, no. Do you, I, and that's other, like, do you watch other, like other sports? Like, are you like a basketball? I mean, I know you said you played basketball in high school as well. Like, do you get into like other, other sports yeah. as well? Um, NBA. Uh, sadly, I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers oh, fan. Oh no. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, um, it's, it's sad because LeBron left, but Hey, he brought a He brought a ring. And that's that's the thing. So like, I remember when I first started watching basketball it was like the year when um, LeBron James got drafted, and I was like, "All right, this dude is good." So like, just became a fan. Um, but like I said, my heart goes with LeBron just because like he's just a crazy athlete. But not only just like on the court, but like the man that he is, the impact that he has on 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 the world, and yep. the way that he speaks up about life. You know, it's, it's something that a lot of athletes don't really do, and especially like. So one thing I've noticed, like the higher platform you are, the more you speak out about stuff, the more people are gonna hate you. Yep. You know, so for him to be like, I don't care, I'm gonna stand for what I believe in. Um, well, and I think I you you just said something, and I again I just had this conversation with the guy that I had on last week because he's a big was a big Kobe fan, and I thought, you know, Kobe, who again like you know just died unfortunately like so, uh, I think you know like this what he was going to do and what he started doing off the court was going to be more impactful than what he did on the court. And I say that for LeBron, like that, I promise school that he has, I mm-hmm. just like, I think more athletes should follow his lead because I think like you were just getting into, it, I think the impact that he has on kids, like that school in, in Ohio is it's changing people's lives. He's put, I don't know how many people through college. I mean, it's like, it's just, and he's, to me, he's the goat on the court because I, I just, you know, sorry. I mean, Michael Jordan is unbelievable, but um, I just think he's on a different level. Um, I, I just, it, it's, I, you know. Yeah, I, I agree too. And like kind of like what you said, like with athletes like using their platform, especially like playing at Towson, like you realize that like there's people that look up to you. And sometimes you get to use that platform to like, boost up your own ego or boost up your own pride. But it means way more and it lasts way more when you are able to use that platform to lift up other people. Because at the end of the day, we realize that like this life isn't about us. Like I've learned that like humility is realizing that there were people who allowed us to be at where we're at and we're creating or paving the road for people to also come, but also surpass us too. So like to realize that like, I'm just a dot on this earth you know, yep. but like I'm able to help other people out that last way. That's long, the so. legacy. Yep. Well, I am going to ask you that the question that you said, you don't know, but what, like, what do you want to do in the next five years? Like, maybe that's different than, maybe that's different than what you, where you're going to be because, and the reason I ask, and this will be like, we'll wrap up after this, but the reason I ask it is because you are like, do you want to keep teaching? Like, um, which I think you do because I think you have that in you. Like you have that teacher mentality, like, and maybe it's not within a school. Um, maybe it's through, through the, 
through your clothing line. Maybe that takes off and like you, you start teaching in that manner, but is that, is, you know, like, like where, what do you, what do you want to accomplish as opposed to where do you think you're going to be? How about that? Uh, that was different, right? <laughs> yeah, that is different. That is different. Um, um, I want to create a nonprofit organization where like we allow people to just like, we give opportunity for people to like, we raise money, you know, for people to like go to college, um, to pursue like what they like kind of want, like, like something that we envisioned was just like having like a scholarship for seniors like we give them like the prompt would be like to speak about like to write an essay about a story that they overcame in life and then like also just like like create like to like create a logo for the brand and then that will allow them to tap into their creativity but also like we'll go through that like kind of like pick a winner through that and then i just think that like like people just need a chance and then there's a lot of people who don't have a lot of opportunities so like i think being able to give back to the community like creating a nonprofit and stuff like that that's something that that's in the works. Um, I love teaching, you know, and because like like you said, there's so much fulfillment like that that I get from it and that I'm able to give to students. Um, so I'm gonna do that as long as I possibly physically can, you know. And I think the more that I do it, the easier it'll get. So like, as long as I'm able to do the, both of them. Um, but yeah, so I think where I want to go with the hood hippie is more just like. Like the clothes were just like to make the name known, of like, but like kind of like go more into like the mental health aspect. So like, I like I remember my goal was always to have like the clothes be like I was like in five years I want the clothes to be the least attractive thing about this brand. <laughs> right. Like. Yep. Like so like partnering like with like different like universities like the counseling centers and stuff like that so like when i talked about like the affirmation journal like how can we incorporate that into different colleges different high schools so like that's just like where we're trying to go um but like i said who knows how that's gonna go but yep. i'm excited I'm, I'm glad i'm grateful to be where i'm at right now and you know no, dude, i like again i'm i'm really glad we connected um i'm glad abby abby thought about you as um as a guest, because I do like you, you fit in the, like so much about what we're, what we're, we talk about. Um, and again, like, I think your vulnerability allows for, to inspire other people. It allows people, you know, like to talk and it allows people to move forward. And so like, I, I think what you're doing is awesome. Um, you know, and, and again, like I definitely going to put, put your, uh, the clothing line on the, on the, um, on the, uh, the podcast page and, and put up some links and stuff. What actually the last, last, I always ask this question at the end, but what kind of music do you like? Cause I always write music for each episode and it's, you know, it's just music music. It's not like I, I can't like take other people's music, but like I can always write music in a style <laughs> unless yeah. this is the other thing. If you have friends that are musicians and they want to donate a song to the episode, I'll also promote them if you're interested. Oh, yeah. So you asked what kind of music I like? Yep. Um, I'm a big John Mayer fan. Okay. I love John Mayer. I love Kanye West. I love the Lumineers. I love Hozier. I love the Eilish. I love Frank You're all Ocean. over the place. Okay. I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll write I'll write yeah. something and I hope you're happy with it. How about that? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, like I said, dude, this is this is gonna be out on uh, Monday. I'll um, um, 
flip out a couple images and some videos and send it to you by Sunday um, for, for social media to, to uh, promote. And let, Abby's going to promote on her end because she has to. <laughs> I wish I could say, you're going to fail, Abby, but she's not in my class this semester. So. Um, but, but dude, like I really, like I want to stay in touch, you know, um, uh, because I do, I think you're doing, you're doing some great stuff. Like, and it, it's exciting to me and it's exciting to me also just because I can see that you're excited. You know what I mean? Like that, that to me, I, I like when people are happy, you know, and I can tell that like, um, like you're excited and happy. And I think that that's important because I, you're, you know, you're giving back to, to youth. And, and I think that like, I keep saying it, but like, you're inspiring that next generation, man. And, and I think it's awesome. Thank you so much. And I just want to say, like, thank you for having me. Um, like I said, it's always a pleasure being able getting the opportunity to share my story. Yep. You know, but also like what you're doing, you know, you're able to highlight certain people. But also as a professor, you know, you have a daily impact on people. So like as sometimes I always say, like um, one thing my coaches always tell me, don't never get too high with the highs, never get too low with the lows. I feel like that was amplified with teaching because there's times where I'm like, wow, that was a great part of the lesson. And there's other time I'm just like, why do you do that? You know? Well, and I think like, that goes back to having a daily physical practice and a daily creative practice, because what that does is it keeps you in that space where the highs and lows don't get too high and too low. And you can have a, you know, it's, I, I'm, I feel I'm, I'm lucky that I, I literally, I physically work out every day and I'm in my art studio every day or writing music every day. And I, you know, I, I, it's, it's helpful. It, it, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, it helps. That is true. Yeah. Definitely so, important. Well, cool, man. Well, have a, I, I assume you have a nice day like we do down here today. So have a, have a great rest of the day and like, just keep it up. And like, as I said, I look forward to like continuing our conversation in 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 real life so definitely cool and whenever i'm in richmond i'll definitely well abby uh, abby did say that she's trying to get her brother and you down here this weekend so who knows maybe i'll see you this weekend hopefully <laughs> right hopefully cool all right man have a good rest of the day and thank you thank you i right, see you Absolutely love this conversation. Brandon is just so awesome. He is so honest and vulnerable and really love the way he's teaching and affecting and inspiring kids. Uh, just truly an incredible human. Make sure again to go check out his new clothing brand, The Hood Hippie at thhhloveyourself.com. A reminder to check out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Abstract Athlete Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets for future events, pop-up exhibits, podcasts, and other information, including daily creative training journals and subscription boxes. Thank you. We will see you next week. And as always, do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there. <laughs>